Welcome back to the Dark House on the Hill. This week we are covering the 1988 feature film Child's Play. That's the first one in the series. Um, I, I'm going to start off, I'm going to say it right now. This is a solid horror movie. This is a legit horror movie. This is a horror movie. <laughs> this of is our a, time. This is a movie. <laughs> this is a movie. I watched this. No, I think I was, this uh, is a good movie. I was going to say, it's so different from the rest of the Child's Play movies. Oh, like yeah. Stand, like As a standalone, it's like, wow, that was a cool movie yeah you know the idea is kind of dumb well then i think that's what kind of sells it for me is it, it reminds me of a movie called it's alive and it's about um this guy's wife gives birth to like a mutated baby that goes around and kills oh, people i don't think i've is this the one it's not basket case right no no it's called it's alive and it's like it's, it's the really, one that has like a cradle on the front yeah that's a, okay, okay i always get that mixed and the up, baby's but, got yeah. like fangs and stuff like that and veins okay. like popping out of its okay. main vein main vein um but it's kind of like a really corny plot that if somebody was to tell it to you you're like that sounds stupid yeah i'm right there with you but it's all about like how it's like portrayed and how it's presented yeah and i love movies like that where it's just kind of mm. um like ambiguous it, a little bit yeah it goes against your expectations and you think it's gonna be real bad That's so like if you break down the plot for child's play so you have a serial killer who on his deathbed transfers his soul. <laughs> deathbed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... He was dying. I know, but it's just yeah. kind of weird. You think of like a hospital. He's in a hospital. Oh, you, so you his think family, bed. His family's gathered so, around him. You know? Okay. Like, oh, Char like Uncle Charles, like, what do you have to say? What are your last words? You know? <laughs> Give me the power! Yeah, <laughs> no, that's... Yeah, yeah no, that's it. <laughs> Ver verbatim, this movie. So, um... <laughs> this... this Madman is on his deathbed, transfers his soul into a doll, yeah. and then seeks revenge on those who wronged him. It sounds really bad. Yeah. But this movie, I feel like, okay, let's, let's break it down. Sure. This movie has one of the coolest intros to a movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I felt like, talk about just throwing you into it. I think that's awesome. Because it's, it's literally like them chasing him down. Yeah. It's such a cool beginning. Gets yeah. right, right to it. Right well, to talk about like explosions, man. This movie has. The most intense explosion. I don't know. Like the pyrotechnics department, like went crazy on this movie. There's like three Entre really great explosions in this film. I think there's two. I, well, you got the one in the beginning when and he transfers his soul. Yeah. Lightning strikes. The store explodes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the one where he lights the gas in the house. Yeah. And the guy shoots. It explodes. The gun. And yeah. what's the third one? Well, there's like. Um, oh, maybe when his head explodes at the <laughs> end. Oh. <laughs> 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 But like the car wrecks, like oh, dude, yeah. they went wild on this movie. Dude, that car I, chase scene, or that car, when he's we were talking about the scene where he's holding the pedal down. Yeah, awesome scene. Yeah, what a really intense scene. Uh, it was okay. That's oh, my, what was wrong with it. That's Wait. my only beef with this. What movie. was wrong with it? With well, the little doll, like his knife shaking. Yeah, well, the before seat? like he was for some reason like uh, Chris Sarandon's character is just like pedal to the metal when he's getting choked out. Yeah, and it's like. Come on, you can like slam on the brakes. Like you don't have to go as fast as you're going. Like this is insane. It is flying. I will give you. Yeah, that, yeah. and it's like all you do is just stop the like press on the brakes and then like deal with the situation behind you. Also, like, how's a little doll overpowering a, a grown man? That's okay. All right, if we're gonna break this because down, the, I okay. mean, essentially, in, when you break it down, the doll is just a doll. Essentially, well, that's why here's yeah. a human element. But I'll give it. you the leverage on that scene. Like if he has his body pressed, if he's tying the cord right, and he's holding the cord, and he's got his body pressed against the back of the seat of the car. He's got a little bit of leverage on his throat, but it's still 
a toy. It, it's still a toy that weighs less than an infant child. What ruins it's it is... overpowering this grown man. I know. What, what ruins it is how many times he goes flying in this oh, movie. Oh, great. I love like, it. Like, when they kick him or they throw him. The like... best part of it is because they actually get Brad Dorf to actually scream when he's flying. And, <laughs> and like, the doll is, like, spinning. It's, <laughs> it's not like just, a, like... No, it's yeah. a total ragdoll. Yeah, it totally yeah, it's is. It's a ragdoll effect. But, no, going with the whole, like, how strong he is and everything, we'll go to the very first death okay. like, of the movie where... Um, he and, kills the ant, yeah, and he throws the hammer at her forehead, and the force is so strong it throws her out the window. Okay, that does sound really dumb. Because, well, yeah, I guess I don't, yeah. I don't know if it's her dazed or whatever. Or like, I don't know. I think it's on. the force of the hammer because she's it trying to be. grab on everything and she's like sliding. Yeah, and she like goes backwards for like three hundred feet. Yeah, and you're just watching her go. Like, Which is kind of a surprise that she's the first person to fall through this window. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God. Like, you think this would have happened by accident plenty of times <laughs> in this giant window. Yeah, they well, have that pillow factory right below so they can yeah. land in that. that. I will say that is an awesome shot. It's crazy. Her flying out the window. That, that car oh. explodes. Okay, there, never mind. There's your third explosion. Yeah, yeah the car explodes. <laughs> when like, the body falls on she it. She lands in that car, and she, it's like the way uh, the one girl commits suicide in the beginning of Lethal Weapon. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Like, yeah. blows out, and you're like, holy crap. Yeah, like, they put C4 explosives on those windows. <laughs> Dude. They were like <laughs> shooting. At I them. imagine it's like Danny McBride from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I thought about that. It's like he's like on the set of Child's Play, and he's yeah. just like with all the detonators. Well, let's talk about some of the uh, some of the cast here. We have Catherine Hicks, who is the mother who was from I knew her from Seventh, Seventh Heaven. Heaven and Star Trek Four. Yeah, Voyage Home. Voyage Home. Um, she does a really I, good. Honestly, good. I knew her, but I couldn't remember yeah. where she was from. She does a really good job in this. Yes. Yeah. I feel I like she... I feel like she should have been a lot bigger than she was, I feel I like. I do, too. I'll give you that as well. For some reason, yeah. I don't know. She was in Seventh Heaven and just kind of yeah. disappeared. Or actually, her story in this movie is kind of heartbreaking if you think about it. She's like... She's got this job that she's like busting her butt for, but... Like she's a jewelry specialist. Dude, right? I was... Okay, yeah. I legitimately said this out loud to myself when I was watching this okay. movie. Like, because she goes... Okay, so the kid's like really excited. It's his birthday. And he's a cute kid, by the way. This whole his his introduction is actually adorable when he's making yeah. for breakfast. Like yeah. A, yeah, it's a really adorable Dumping like moment. Milk, it's like a Spielberg yeah. moment. I was yeah, like, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. And then he's like, he sees like his present sitting over there, and he's really excited about it. And he finally gets to open it, and it turns out to be closed. And she's like, you didn't want clothes, did you? And he's like, nah. He's like, I wanted like a, a good guy doll, a good guy doll. And she's like, I just couldn't afford it this time. And I was like, sitting by myself, I was like, oh man, that's heartbreaking. And I just <laughs> I was like, man, what a, like, so, like, when she goes to buy the doll, I was like, okay, yeah, get yeah. that deal, you know? Yeah, it's good for deal. her, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and I felt that same way when the boss is like, she's like, well, it's it's my son's birthday. He's like, I don't care. He's like, do you like your job? And I was like, oh, man, that's that's just, she has no money. The dad's dead. They, call, they say that at one point. Oh, I thought it was, yeah. I thought he was, like, skipped town or something. No, the father's passed. They say that at one point. I There's one line about... The father passing. Okay. Okay. Honestly, why didn't this boss get this and get it in this movie? That's yeah. This that is totally a awesome. setup for yeah, like the setting up Andy as the killer. Yeah, like the <laughs> the friend got it first. Like, way to blow your cover. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's why I feel like with like Chucky, he's like the first person. He's like, I'm gonna get back at everybody that wronged me. But, but first, first, I'm gonna <laughs> blow my cover on this random person. That's also very so because he couldn't watch because he couldn't watch the news. Yeah, yeah just because he couldn't watch himself on the news. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did kind of just talk about it there for a second, but Alex Vincent plays the child. Yes. Who is also in the second He's movie. in the second one, and then the sixth and seventh. Or is it the sixth and seventh? No, seven? he just repri- yeah. or he reprises at the very end, like the end credit oh, scene. The which is an awesome end credit scene. Have yeah, you ever it's seen pretty it? cool, yeah. yeah I've, seen, and, I've seen Curse, Curse Chucky. I haven't seen Colt, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've only... Is that, the, is that where it's from? It's from Colt? 
Cole, no. Uh, sorry, the ending stinger, the end stinger scene of Curse of Chucky is when he pops back. up. Yeah, it's when he pops. And then Chucky is like, the next one. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> he just like the so. Andy. He's like, see ya. But we're friends. Yeah. I don't know. That sounded kind of good. That, that was really like more good. like little Nikki. Andy. Get in the flask. <laughs> <laughs> Get a flask from little Nikki. I like oh. how we all got quiet as Chris tried to find himself in the character. We'll wait. Yeah, <laughs> we'll wait. Go ahead. Uh, and then himself. he's in. He's a primary role in Colt, right? Yes. He okay. is, Yeah. Uh, he is played by a different character in the third one, which is our. Uh, was it um, uh, Lois and Clark? Yeah, um, Lois and Clark. Adventures of Lois and Clark. Jimmy? Yeah, uh, Jimmy Olsen. Yep. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And he plays a uh, Matthew Lillard's buddy and serial mom. He does. Yes. He does. How yeah, old which... is okay? But how old is Andy? And by the time the third one, rolls they do around? your typical because he's in private school, right? High school? No, he's in military school. Yeah. Military okay, so school, he's yeah. it's college. No, no, no it's like high no, school. There's kids yeah. there. There's okay. He's probably like fifteen. So he's like 16. what I'm saying is he's like high school age. 15? It's your it's your yeah. typical. They hired a twenty year old to play a fourteen year old. Okay, so when did three come out? Like ninety one or ninety two, probably. Okay, yeah. so that's probably why they got him because he wouldn't have been old enough. Yeah. Because considering this would have been eighty, probably not. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just poor, poor uh, casting. They I think he does a good job in it. I don't. No, I mean, like in the sense that, like, you have the story, and they're like, "Oh, we hired an older person for this movie that takes place two oh, years after the fact." Yeah, basically. yeah. But uh, we also have Chris Sarandon, who I only know him from two things. Or no, yeah. I know him from three. This you know him from a lot of Princess stuff. Bride and Fright Night. Yes, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, that's right. Was that it? Yeah, you just think uh, it's a bigger dog day afternoon. There, there is a lot of stuff. I just right, at the yeah. moment I can't think of it. So. And then uh, Whorehound, he was that Whorehound. I oh, actually, <laughs> I actually got to meet Chris Sarandon. Yes, you did. Yep, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a cool guy. We Wait, saw, did you get uh, a picture with him? Uh, no, I didn't get a picture with him. My girlfriend, fiance, got a picture with him. Okay, we saw him do the uh, Friday night panel. Yeah, which was awesome. Oh, I wasn't there for that, was I? It was uh, Indianapolis. That would have been nice to be at. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Oh yeah, he was like one of the ones that kind of stole the show. I felt like. Yeah. Stole the panel. He was kind of like really like expressive and everything yeah. and having a good time. Mm. Nice. Nice. He was nice. Yeah, he was a nice guy. <laughs> he's, he's very kind. No, okay, but here's an actor in this movie I feel like really sells it. You know, there's there's like he's one of those I feel like classically trained actors that could I feel like with him, he could have been on par with um that class of actors. If you go over to our other podcast, uh we did an episode on uh, Dick Tracy, yeah, and that we talked about that class of actors from the seventies. He could have fell into that class of actors where I could like, say that, yeah. If he would have done more, it was weird. Mm. He kind of like jumped off in the nineties. Yeah, like, he didn't do anything know, in the nineties. I don't know if he besides Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know if he like stuck to like stage stage acting or what, but yeah, yeah he was like he's a pretty good actor. I don't know what happened to him like throughout the rest of his like the rest of time. Yeah, because the last thing I remember seeing him in was the Fright Night remake. Yeah, he plays uh, just some random... Random guy that gets bit by Colin Farrell. Yeah. Well, from what I've read, he does a lot of voiceover work. Uh, video games, cartoons. Okay. He's pretty big into that. Okay. Um, But no, I you know what? Just to kind of go off topic, so we watched this for this podcast, obviously, and Dick Tracy for Cinema Cult all in one week. What a good week for movies we picked. Yeah. Yes, I uh, was having a good time. Yes, good time with yeah. Seriously, there's usually one like booger movie we watch. We're like, oh, <laughs> that's how man. we call it, guilty <laughs> trash movie. Trash like, movie. but I do want to bring up probably the biggest asset to this movie, which is Brad Dorf. Yeah, who plays Chucky? Um, I'll tell you what, I didn't notice this back in the past, but when he plays himself, his voice sounds nothing like. Oh Chucky. no, yeah, and and I think it's because you get more animated with 
a, you know, yeah. doing I mean, voiceover work. It was even weird hearing or seeing him in human form, I guess. It was. Because yeah. he's just doing the voice of Chucky, essentially. It's like yeah. a high, higher pitched, I guess. Yeah. And then, like, you know, see him do wrestling. But all the movies he's in, like, other than that, like Lord of the Rings or uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, completely different. Like, almost un, unrecognizable. Oh, yeah. I believe yeah. it. I believe Which it. is a sign of a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he, like, his, it's weird because it's like he stands out so well because of his voice, you know? Like, his voice acting is so on point. Mm-hmm. And I think it seems weird to you because you it's Chucky's voice, and you see it on a person, and it just it kind of weirds why, you out. Yeah, I'm like, like a little kid, and I want to cry, and you're like, look, it's Chucky. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah, evil man. That's not him. Chucky's <laughs> supposed to be a toy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Matt, you haven't really seen it. Did you like this movie? Did I like it? Yeah. Yeah, I did like this movie. I think it's a lot slower than i remembered it being it's a little little bit it's almost like you're uh trying to think like uh maniac cop level like kind of slow ish yeah and i there's parts i mean don't be wrong there's parts where like i don't remember being as creeped out like when i saw it but like when he's like melted and after he's like been in the fireplace i love it and you could tell it's like a kid that's like in his costume and he's walking and it's like it's just like the one eye you see like that's really creepy and he's got the knife yeah. yeah Like, just parts in there, like, oh, man, that's that's pretty, like, creepy. Anytime they throw him, I feel like ruins it. Because <laughs> there, there are some things that when you see him, like, oh, man, it's good. Okay, so, like, when he's in the fireplace and she's trying to light the match, and he's like, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she's on top, or Chucky's on top of her, and he's like, oh, oh. oh no, 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 he's behind the. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, she yeah. throws him in the, the, the fireplace or whatever, and he's still, yeah. like, doing it. And he it. goes on for, like, ten minutes, and every time he cuts back to him, he's like, oh, oh, and it's, like, it's shaking. It's, I like, love it. It's kind of, it's wonder, pretty though, humorous. But you brought up strength, and it's, like, he's not strong enough to get this, like, grate open on the fireplace, but he's strong enough to choke out Chris Sarandon in the car. Well, he even chokes out the partner at the end, too. Or throw a hammer so hard that it knocks some girl out of a window. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't really know. The strength levels go up and down, like, I feel like as it's... It's not defined. As it's used with the narrative. It's not clearly defined. No. <laughs> and I feel like it should be... I guess, so, they do have some of the deaths that, even without his strength, could happen. Because like, he uses, like, natural well, he uses Yeah, he uses the... Um, he the, he blows up the pilot light for the oven. Yeah, he uses the stove. Okay, that's you can do that. He does the voodoo doll thing on the guy, which is like the only sign of magic outside of the Chucky doll in these movies. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, it's kind of which weird. is strange. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Like the voodoo. I didn't even. Rem- I like, I remember it. I don't it, even remember the voodoo stuff. But I was like, oh, I guess it is voodoo. I always thought it was Satan and stuff. Yeah, but I didn't realize. But, but yeah, I, I always thought so too. But then when, or I, I just always thought it was like an evil voodoo type thing. Sure. But the guy totally calls him out. He's like, you're evil. Like, yeah, pure I'm evil. turning you in. I was like, yeah. oh, man, I did not catch this when I was <laughs> younger. You why, he, police I, he's like, we watched Serpent in the Rainbow, and you got the wrong meaning out of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just imagine they watched it the night before he gets killed. Yeah, like, like, just, yeah he gets inspired by it. See, it's like a, it's like a lesser-known Wes Craven movie. <laughs> but it's a really just, good one. They're both just Wes Craven uh, fanatics. <laughs> yeah, <movie>. like... <laughs> Which, by the way, that'll be a movie we end up covering at one point on oh, Serpent. Man, that movie oh, yeah. is weird and kind of terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I would actually say... It gross, but it's it, kind of cool because it goes both sides of voodoo. Yeah. Where it's like good side and bad side. Sure, sure. Instead of just like always playing bad side. Like, yeah. oh, voodoo, like it's zombies. Playing bo- it's you playing mean both, zombies? It's playing both sides. Yeah, it's playing <laughs> both sides. <laughs> I hate that line so much. <laughs> it's the... I have to know. It is. It's yeah. exactly entrapment. <laughs> um, I will say... Cool twist in this movie, even though I saw it coming, because I watched it with my girlfriend. She's like, have you not seen this before? I was like, I have. His body gets like, turned into a doll? Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> no, when Hold she on. goes to throw away the box and the batteries fall out. Oh, I love this scene. Yeah. Even though I knew it was coming, I was like, oh. 
like, and she's like, have you not seen this? I was like, I have, but that's just such a cool twist for this movie. I said that too to myself when I was watching by myself. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I didn't see that coming. I was like, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh, it's kind of legit terrifying. Because <laughs> isn't that the first time we actually, is that the first She's, time we actually see him move? She's suspecting. Uh, not... Maybe, I guess It so. is, and you only see it for a second, because I mean... It's the first time you actually see his face morph, and he's like... Yeah. You... He's like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I like how none of us could come up with the line that he says right there. I can say it. I don't... As long as you I just scream. <laughs> but... Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> it might come out. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that really changes the movie, because I imagine... I actually told my girlfriend this when that happened. I said, imagine 1988... You're in a packed theater, and all of a sudden the scene happens and the stall starts talking. Like that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like it's not yes. terrifying now, but at the then you would have been like, oh man. Yeah, seeing like the effects of a doll. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's terrifying. It's kind of crazy. The effects in this were pretty stellar. I felt like. You know what? I feel like this movie series uh, kind of went in a good direction too because like they decided to go more camp than yeah, usual, having fun with your doll. You yeah, know? like Bride of Chucky is actually a really fun movie. <sighs> Man, I, I do like. Seen, I've only seen it once. And honestly, it was a fun. It's a fun horror movie. I didn't. Like I think it. I, I will say this, and I'm going to stand by this. And you're probably going to say that's dumb. Right, a Chucky's better. <laughs> no, no. Even though I'm not, I don't love the Child's Play series. I will say it's the only series out of the Friday Thirteenth and all of those. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with you after you get done saying this. But I ahead. probably will agree. I deserve Oscars. Oh, oh my God, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Are each one is a solid entertaining film i feel like yeah and i'm not saying like man great great movie but they have a coherent story that kind of just uses the same elements of the killer doll on the loose you know and they're fun i feel like even like when you get to see the chucky and you got red man and you got john waters and is it john waters yeah walters or john waters Waters, yeah he is an enemy it's like goofy but it's still entertaining and you're like and, and it's the only series that's been able to revive itself without rebooting I haven't yeah. watched Seed or or uh, was it Seed, Seed and Colt or wait Seed Colt's the new one right? Seed, so yeah, no, Seed's after Bride. Is Bride? Let's go. Let's Seed, just go all out of order. Sorry, and then Bride. three comes after two, and right. then two's after one. Child's Play one, two, three. You got Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, uh, Curse of Chucky, and Colt of Chucky. So I've seen Curse. I thought Curse is pretty. Curse legit. is a solid horror film. It brings yeah. it back to its roots, where it's like a legit, like you don't see him ever really walking until like the very end. But it's kind of like a whodunit, you know, like blaming it on this girl, yeah, essentially. But I feel like they they actually go out of their way to not just do like another like sequel. Like I would only say, I would almost say like two is like your typical horror movie sequel, where it's just like okay, this is yeah. the exact same thing we did in one, and we'll just call it two. Yeah, you know, but like. Like, I think by the time you get to like Bride of Chucky, that's when they start doing new things with each one, and you can kind of start differentiating them sure. apart from each other. Like three, actually, three's got some of the coolest moments in all the whole series. You like yeah. the grenade, don't you, dude? That whole like part in three where he like loads all the blank guns with real bullets. Because I think like, one side only has paintballs, and the other side has legit bullets. Yeah, it's so just like morbid, and you're like, oh man, that's like it is pretty dark. Yeah. But it's like I feel like that kind of like that kind of uh, uh, narrative is perfect for him because it's like okay he can't use his strength so it's like he's using these... yeah he's using other like like we said in the uh, in in uh, Child's Play like the first movie he's using like things of the environment to kill people 
Yeah. So he's kind of using the same thing and the same sort of tactics in three. Yeah. And that's why I feel like, actually, I think you made a good point because, like, two is just kind of like, it's two. Yeah. And I feel like that gets a little exaggerated because, like, I mean, this whole series is exaggerated, obviously. But, like, he kills, like, a teacher with a ruler. Yes, the ruler and beats and her. Then, I think beats her up, too. Yeah. Like, Which, by the way, we used to get spankings with a ruler. You know no, what I mean? Didn't. And we didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris used to spank me with a ruler all the oh, time. Oh, that's weird. Before yeah. each podcast. <laughs> Before each podcast, like tonight. <laughs> I can't sit down. <laughs> um, no, there's another scene where... Um, this guy's sitting in the driver's seat and he puts a bag over his head. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's another scene where it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you oh. couldn't... But no, he, like, ties him up. That's he ties him so up, creepy. but you that's couldn't the, move your head. That's the, to... first, that's the first death, I think. In that I think so, the too, second yeah. one, yeah. yeah. What would you do to get out of that? Move your head. I'd, or I'd, eat, the, eat the bag. I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd use my tongue and poke a little hole. And I'd be able to breathe. <laughs> I can't, we should do this as a test for one of the episodes. Okay, like yeah, that. actually strangle each other. Stuff. That's <laughs> weird. Three guys die with bags in their head. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I do got some interesting trivia on this movie. Which, Ooh, interesting. Um, original title for the movie, Batteries Not Included. What? Yeah. Not ah, really? Yeah. Why are you so shocked by because that? Because there's Just, a movie called Batteries Not Included? That's why they didn't use it. Oh, gotcha. Once they found out that was in production, they dropped yeah, the title. They, just, they took it from us. I know, <laughs> which is actually a pretty good title for this movie. Nah, it's too charming. Yeah. No, it you're is. only saying that because of the actual batteries yeah. not included. Um, <laughs> was that one going to be called Child's Play? Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. John Lithgow was actually supposed to be the voice of Chucky at one point. Really? That's a rumor. Oh. That's a rumor that's gone around. I don't know if there's any verification like that on rumor. that. I like that rumor. That'd be kind of cool, but I, I don't... can kind of see that. I feel like that would yeah. be kind of. Well, what if John Lithgow would have done at this point was Twilight's <laughs> in the movie? With that, right? What else would he have done at this point? John um, Lithgow. Amazing stories. Well, I don't. That doesn't mean he was a big actor at the time. I mean, he was in Blowout. Uh, Harry and yeah, the Blowout. I think Ricochet was that year. Ricochet, Harry and the uh, Ricochet is like nineties. Uh, no, Ricochet's eighties. No, Ricochet 90s. is nineties. Ricochet. I'm gonna say Ricochet was eighty nine. I'm gonna say it's ninety one. Nineteen ninety two. Oh, I know. I know it's eighty. Right, here we go. Sure. Hanta, go ahead and pull it up, man. I want to see what you got. I'm gonna say ninety though. So he would have probably been like, I would say the closest role. Was it 91? 91 really? I was right. Yeah, bummer. Definitely not 80s. Bummer. So John Lithgow would have been like, it basically would have been the way he did Blowout. Like, he was a serial killer in Blowout. Yeah. So it would, yeah. have been, it would have sounded like that. Well, let me ask you. Or Dexter I, would be another one. The way he played on Dexter would have been close to what he would have We would like actually, probably. yeah. So there is original script for the movie where Charles E. Ray slash Chucky was actually Andy's father. Oh, whoa. And I feel like that still would have been a very solid plot of a movie. I could see a ton of essays, horror movie essays, written about like the deconstruction of the family in 1988's yeah. Child's Play. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That story it's all about uh, family abuse. And know? family abuse and uh, how you deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the yeah. postmodern world of... <laughs> Jeez. But I could see that story still playing out pretty similar and like... He he ends up going to find his son. He's with his family and stuff like that. It actually makes more sense while he while he's there. Yeah, because I really feel like the it's a total toss off storyline when they're like, yeah, you can only inhabit the person's body who first saw you. When I you do. Were alive. That's a stretch. Yeah. I was like, what? The first. Person I was like, no, no, no. That's not it is. It's, it's, it's the first person you tell the secret to. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, that's a crap. Which role. doesn't like, make sense <laughs> because like he essentially reveals his identity to the guy in number two, right? Like when he becomes reformed, yeah, yeah. Like does it? Oh yeah, and he never. But if they're still playing whether. Okay, so give me a second. God, listen. So he uh, reveals his identity to Andy in one, right? Yeah. 
And number two, he's technically like going after Andy Gender to get his body transferred. Yep. But in three, he's going after the little kid, not Andy. Yeah. He has body, so the rules don't really make sense in a way. They don't. This no. this movie does not. These this series doesn't really follow the rules. And then I don't think beyond that, I don't think he tries to transfer his body at all. Well, honestly, he just gives up. He's like, a, you it's know just what? The adventures of Chucky. And, I don't <laughs> know why his like his well his buddy who doesn't agree with Chucky like tells him this. Yeah, like it's. I almost. I'd give him a stupid rule. I want to give you an. Oh, you can only go into. Uh, you can only transfer your soul into cans of Coca Cola. <laughs> and he's like, you really? And he's like, yeah, that's it. Just Coca Cola cans. Like it's, I won't even tell him. Like specifically that brand of uh, soda. Yeah, like why would you put in danger like a six year old kid? That's true. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could well, always, or a, anybody at that point. But like, also at the same time, he didn't know that the kid is was like, the first. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know okay. that was the rule. But he could lie. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he could lie to, and said like you can only uh, transfer into blah blah blah. Like, or you can't transfer. Oh, uh, you're at saying all. he should have. You're saying he should have screwed with his head and be like, yeah. you can only transfer into a dirty sock. <laughs> and so yeah. like Chucky's like hovering with his hand over yeah, there, there's lightning there. striking <laughs> down on the sock and everything. Stop like, Give me the power. <laughs> Knowing what he is, like he he would have been like, oh, he's gonna kill somebody probably, right? Yeah, if he transfers in that person. I mean, body. you know yeah. that this guy at this point, you know that this guy is a, a serial killer. Yeah, like, he's already wanted. He's already been killed. So why give him any more incentive to go kill somebody? Yeah, why would you tell him the plot of the movie? Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. I feel like it's kind of off topic, but it is kind of weird that you've never actually seen... I don't know, you would have thought at one point, either this one or one through three, that Chucky actually, at the end, like you see the kid like turn towards the camera, and you're like, oh, he did it. It actually went through. Yeah, like, he, like yeah. a little twist at the end. Or, or yeah. bring back some of the voodoo stuff. That's weird that like... I didn't realize that, like... The only way to kill Chucky is with voodoo. He is voodoo, so you gotta kill him with voodoo. But they do Satan stuff by the time they get the Bride of Chucky. That's how yeah, they revive Yeah, because there's a... Is, it John Ritter, is John Ritter into voodoo or, or satanic rituals? No, she's into it. No, okay. she is. Her okay. and um, Arquette. Um, oh, Alexis. Yeah. Alexis, yeah. yeah. I feel like what is really important to these movies is obviously Brad Dorf. Yeah. Uh, without him, I don't think they would be where they're at. And I'm actually surprised. Well, I, I think they just have such a good standing with him, and I think he likes doing it. That's why they've been able to get him back. But I feel like at some point, the series is going to go with a different actor. And I don't know. I can't really think of anybody with that who would have that, like, I guess, like, like voice acting. Charisma. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you, say, you say John Lithgow, and obviously I would like to see John Lithgow do it. Uh, yeah. On, I'm, I know, because now this is hard because I'm trying to think of, like, notable voice actors that can also act. Well, well, see, I don't know a lot. I would not thinking, do. I would not. I know Mark Hamill is like a top one, but I would not say Mark. That's Hamill. the only one that's really coming to mind is Mark Hamill. But I wouldn't say Mark Hamill because he's actually. You'd have to get somebody that's a little bit fresher, like yeah. like Jeff Goldblum. What Jeff Goldblum is Chucky? Well, like he overthinks I, uh, everything. I, uh, um, 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 Andy. Um. Uh, <laughs> I was I was reading an interview with Jeff Goldblum that he did for The Fly. Okay. Oh, okay. And like I've never like the way it was written. It was like written exactly the way Jeff Goldblum speaks, and I've never like looked at an interview where I was like, "Oh man, like that's Jeff Goldblum. That's exactly yeah. how Jeff Goldblum talks." Oh, that's kind of cool. Isn't that yeah. weird? Like, because yeah. he like the way he stutters or not uh, stutters, uh, but the uh, way uh, he like thinks about things like, yeah. in his like as sure. he's speaking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was really are you talking thing. like Jeff Goldblum right now? Uh, I feel like you are. <laughs> uh, as you can see. Uh, uh, another thing that's really good about this movie, the score is pretty tight. Score is pretty legit. Yeah, it's a cool I've, score. I've actually tried to find this on vinyl before. Um, you can find it used in some places, but yeah. there's no like remaster or anything like that. How much is it used? 
I wasn't like insane. I remember that. Really? Yeah. I feel like this is one that it'll get released here. Like I know to. I always say this, but it's a horror movie one, and I, I can see this one getting released. This get, one get back to me in five years, it'll be out. Two years. Yeah. No, this two years. one over Dick Tracy. I feel like this would come out before Dick Tracy would. Yeah, yeah I do too. I feel like just due to popularity of the movie. Okay, I only say okay. You brought up Dick Tracy because we just did it on Cinema Cult, and I forgot to bring this up. The only reason I could say Dick Tracy. Is because a lot of Danny Elfman scores, especially this year, are getting um, Dark vinyl. Man, Dark Man, Batman Returns, Batman's about to come out, Batman Drag Me to Hell, Edward Scissorhands about to come out again. Drag Me to Hell, yeah. Mondo, Mondo's doing Edward Scissorhands. Give it up, dude. So I can see, I can only see Dick Tracy following suit, um, but I can see Child's Play getting released by like Wax. Oh, Forbidden Zone was uh, record store uh, yeah, release. So. so I forgot to bring it up. Interesting. And, yeah, join us uh, in our other podcast. Uh, we're doing these on the same night. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Just in um, case you're We wondering. did that like an hour ago. Yeah. But uh, no, I can see Child's Play getting released by like Waxwork and it yeah, being... Yeah, I think it, it's probably about time. Yeah, it's a cool soundtrack. You know what soundtrack I really want? Uh, we actually should have done this podcast because the St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow leprechaun four leprechaun is leprechaun four no just leprechaun in general like yeah. that soundtrack's actually pretty cool is it really uh-huh what it's a cool soundtrack who does it um do you know anything warwick davis he, <laughs> you know warwick anything? davis he sings all the notes <laughs> does he really yeah it's pretty cool it's Mad all Mardigan. it's all done on a recorder it's okay. all it's all of his uh, is it really no oh <laughs> i believed you <laughs> it's all of his limericks that he yeah. says throughout the movie <laughs> No, actually, the score for Child's Play, the theme song I knew pretty well, and it comes in right at the end credits, and I was like, oh, I love this theme yeah, song, like, and yeah. I don't think it really gets used again throughout the series. It's a pretty, like, musicless movie, I feel like. Uh, it's a lot of background stuff. Yeah, and uh, that's what I mean. It like, is, yeah, it's a lot of background stuff, but the, like, the theme itself is an, a solid theme. Yep. Yeah, and it doesn't get played till the end. And that's what I'm saying, yeah. And I like, just kind of weird, like, it's a really cool theme. Uh, and it doesn't like, and there's no like deviations of the theme. No, you know what I mean throughout the 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 movie, which most movies at that time were using. Yeah, because I feel like with like okay, Hellraiser's the year before. Yep, Nightmare on Elm Street and Probably. Halloween all have like their entire soundtrack is like it revolves around like the main theme. The main yeah. theme. And I feel like this main theme was made up like at the end, like oh we finally got it, you know, and yeah. But it's a cool soundtrack regardless, yeah. and I would like to own it one day. I, I, I got a question. Where does this take place? Is it Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. Okay. okay. They it's... make Chicago look so terrifying. Like, I feel like every time they step outside, it's a bad part of town. Back in the day, I'm pretty sure it was pretty legit. It okay. still is. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't think so. There's it's part, got there the highest like, death rate. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, dude. It's pretty dangerous. Really? Yeah. Well, even... Yeah. I feel like the most terrifying part of this movie is when Andy takes Chucky around town by himself. Whoa. And I'm like, get, I'm like, this is horrifying. Like, Yeah. Like him just know, ditching school, basically. Honestly, yeah. yeah, it's horrifying. But you think about it and you're like, who would bug like a six-year-old kid with a doll? Like, I don't think anybody would like... Is that like... Be like, oh, like, it's, look, it's a six-year-old kid that's terrorizing him because we don't have any money. Like, I don't <laughs> think that's how like... That's how it works. I don't think inner city culture works that way. You're just thinking of that scene in Home Alone 2 when he's like out in New York, the night of New York. And yeah. And are like, hey there, little boy. I don't think anybody would be this way. So I think like, honestly, like even, you know, somebody who's like living on the streets would be like, oh, like it's a six-year-old kid walking around with his doll, like probably yeah. needs help, you know? <laughs> or maybe if someone was going to mess with them, they're like, hey, a kid has no adults with them. Like, it's a trap. Like, it's a- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> 
Yeah, where's uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris um, Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, what's her name's about to get like gang raped in this movie? Oh, oh and the yeah, the mom. Oh yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. Like, they're all like they're yeah. all like moving in right there. They're like, well, you got your body. You know, I mean, she drops. She gives him like five dollars, and he's like. Oh, you got other stuff, and then yeah, Chris Rannon shows up to the rescue. Yeah, I'll tell you what, this family a dark is, turn in the movie. This family is so like our surroundings. Who cares? Like they just kind of walk around in like these really bad parts of town. Well, and it's weird too because she is almost a part of it. Like she's in the bad part of town. Yeah, she lives in like a like typical just small yeah. apartment, and she talks about not being able to afford things. Yeah, so it's like it's weird. Like they, they but her apartment is dope. Oh, it's pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, with that giant kitchen window. Dope jealousy. That giant bay window. Yeah. <laughs> no one's falling the out of it. screenless windows that you can open up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eight stories up. Um, yeah, I feel like they like they should have, like, cashed on, on, on that a little bit more. It's like yeah. how she lives, you know? Because they kind of, like, started the movie off that she can't afford things. But then they got towards the end of the movie and, like... It really out five dollars. Yeah, it really didn't. She gave out five dollars. It really didn't play a part for the rest. Sure. Of the yeah, it was like a beginning thing, and then it's like now it's, it's like, good character development. Then it kind of falls off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I did read that when this came out, there was a lot of controversy about how it can inspire violence and stuff like that. Okay. Um, there was a lot of like protests and all kinds of stuff outside of theaters. I did read that like, three. Don't show this movie to your toys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> cover up Buzz and Woody's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. I mean, that's essentially, yeah. Um, but I did read that the third one was cited as inspiration for two murders. I didn't really read into the full article. I mean, it's like legit using guns. Really? Yeah. Like, you didn't read the articles? Like, this is a really, like, interesting bit of information that you're bringing up, and we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to know what the story was. Um, it was just somewhere over, from what I got, is that it was over in the UK okay, uh, in the early 90s. Um, it was just the murder of these two, uh, let's see, these two people, the, the 16 year old was forced to listen to records of the gang leader repeating the catchphrase, I'm Chucky want to play. That's all I've got on it. Really? So that's like the weakest evidence to, to blame. Oh, they were listening to this one record. Maybe yeah. That was why they, they did it. Yeah. Not that's... the fact that they're probably either have a violent background or a mental illness or several different you know factors. what that reminds me of it reminds me of that eerie indiana episode where they have like the buddy who listens to metal records and if you play you ever watch eerie indiana a little bit okay remember the one where like it was their buddy and he was a big metal head and he was buying these records that were supposedly if you played them backwards he had secret messages and he was starting to do evil things interesting yeah do you remember that no, i don't remember that episode. And he started wearing like he started like wearing like an outfit that would be like a metal outfit like punkish are, like, are you mixing up details from the the 80s movie the gate no the, the, same the thing kid, happens no yeah but the, like by the end of the episode the kids end up, the kid ends up like disappearing Whoa. and no one ever sees him again Okay, maybe I do. This does sound kind of familiar. Yeah, I'll, we'll watch it. I would actually like to watch a few episodes for this podcast because cool. that was a really neat show. I've been show. watching a lot of Eerie Indiana. It popped up on one of my Roku channels. Really? Oh, interesting. And so I've been watching a lot of uh, Eerie Indiana. Is it cool. on Shudder? No, it's on like the. It's called like the Roku channel. The Roku okay. channel. Okay. And it popped up there like both seasons. Nice. Okay. When did they start using uh, like a little stunt person to play Chucky? When he's like, I thought it was in this movie where they have like a little person dressed up like they do. Yeah, yeah. Do they? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, uh, like that part where he's on fire and he's or he's like he's melted and he's walking towards the kid with the knife. Okay. You can tell it's a mask. You can tell it's a person. Yeah. Okay. Because the head's giant. Yeah, that's the only reason. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and there are a few shots um, where you can tell that. I don't think you can tell, but 
it's obviously someone smaller. Actually, I read at some point it's Andy, the actor's sister, oh, okay. that oh, actually dress up. But um, oh, which be, I was probably, probably fun for them. Yeah, that was, yeah, was probably really fun for her. Yeah, yeah she's like <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Um, where they would just do like enlarged like furniture. I'm oh, assuming okay. enlarged furniture oh. and scenes to make it look like it's the actual. I was gonna say awesome. there's a couple shots where it doesn't play out right, and you can tell that Chucky is like this exact same size as him. Okay. Yeah. 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 And well, I, they're I, the original. The original actor they were gonna get to play um, like the stunt double for Chucky was supposed to be um, the guy who stood in for Predator. Oh um, really? Yeah, the that guy's like tall though. Yeah, that's Shut the joke. Up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I wasn't paying attention, I was, and then I it... was believing you. I was going for it there. Um, <laughs> the guy's like legit seven, seven feet. Tall. Yeah, he's like I, the tallest guy ever. Yeah, he's like eight Chuckies. <laughs> like eight Chuckies. <laughs> he played Chucky's family. <laughs> they, said, they said so much money to make that furniture look big, so he looks small. <laughs> He's the only actor who worked for you. Yeah. He was like the Andy Circus. You of, didn't ask anybody else if they wanted to do the role. At the time, he was like the Andy Circus of like uh, horror icons. So, okay, we should, at this point, though, in the podcast, we should really bring up why we are doing this movie this week. Yes. There's what? a horror hound. Um, we go every year. We've never really talked about it um, in detail. Um, there's a couple a year. Well, um, I mean, if you visit Cinema Cult. We talk about it a bunch. Yeah, but uh, on this podcast, we never really described it. I haven't brought it up yet on the podcast. No. Uh, basically, Whorehound is like a horror movie convention that they have two times a year. I feel I think they're changing it to three times a year now. I think they're introducing one in Columbus now. Yeah. And we usually go to them. They're fun. Um, you can go for all three days. You can go for one day. Uh, there's panels on specific movies, and they're actually doing a Child's Play one this year, yep. which I actually think they're going to talk about Child's Play 2 because... The, oh yeah, the sister from two is going to be there. Kyle. Okay, and I'm assuming because since the kid who plays Andy's going to be there, I think they're going to talk about the later ones as well. Cool. So I feel like they're probably going to do kind of a franchise cover. Is Brad Dorf there? Yep, he was at um, back in September when we went. He was there. Was and, he? and his daughter. Really? Where were? What were they there for? Probably cult for, for probably yeah because uh, okay. his daughter's the main character in, in curse and cult yeah now this is the whorehound that's in cincinnati but yeah so they'll usually have one in cincinnati one in indiana yeah and then now they're adding a columbus one as well yeah i want to say the so magazine weird. the magazines ran out of ohio i think yeah was it really yep. yeah yep. over in yeah um, it's, it's such a weird thing to have in ohio because i feel like it's it feels like something that would be like Oh yeah, Whorehound yeah, California. They probably have several of these events because you see like Comic Cons everywhere. Oh yeah, that's the, true. Well, there's Monster Fest. There's yeah. Days of the Dead. Yeah, a lot of cities have these, but it's just cool to finally have one in the Midwest. That's out. Like honestly, it's out in the middle of nowhere in the Midwest in Ohio. We don't have to travel uh, five hours to go see uh, a horror icon. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it's cheap too. It's yeah. twenty bucks for it's a day. Bucks, yeah, and they around. they crush. I mean, like that oh, Saturday packed. is packed. It is packed. And like we've seen, let's talk about some of the panels we've seen. We've seen Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Yep, Christine, Christine, Lost Boys, Evil Dead One and Two. We met John Carpenter. Yeah. We met John Carpenter on the Christine one. Um, what else did we? Uh, we saw Fright Night. We've seen Night of the Creeps. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, oh man, was that that wasn't the same year, was it? Yeah, it was the same day. Was it really? Yeah. Holy shit! But they also sometimes they have non horror related panels. We saw X Files. Um, yeah, X Files yeah. is one. Um, I was gonna say this year they got E. T. Oh, Evil Dead. Did we already mention Evil Dead yeah, 2? Yeah, Evil Dead yeah. 1 2. We saw, 1 and 2, we saw yeah. Monster Squad. Which, Evil... Actually, yeah. that was probably the best panel was Evil Dead 1 and 2 because what it was was it was the first time ever, I want to say, that the cast from both Evil Dead 1 and 2 were, were like, together. together. 
And instead of Bruce Campbell sitting on the panel, he was the one who was running was like the, the panel. He was like the moderator. Which was, was a really awesome. cool idea because he was like answering questions. He wasn't answering any questions, but he was just fun. talking. Yeah, yeah. it was just fun. Because otherwise, that was a really good panel. Otherwise, yeah. all the questions would have been directed straight to him the entire time. Yeah, yeah. But That's it, a smart move. And it's Bruce Campbell. He does an awesome job just presenting. We saw the strain. We saw the strain. Yeah, we saw the strain. Here. Yeah, we did. Um, which had the master there, and he was speaking of tall guys. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Was the, oh yeah, it was the he master. Was, yeah, he was tall as all get out. Yeah, but there's also because I was gonna say about like ET's got one. Um, Ready to Rumble has one this year, yeah, which is Cameron. Yes. Yeah, and they just added the. Have you seen the updates to this recently? No. What is it? Biodome or something? It's an extra thirty dollars. <laughs> okay, it's Friday night, and I think it's an hour and a half long. It's a Q and A with Henry Rollins. Okay. And, oh yeah, I saw this. Yeah. yeah. Um, which sounds amazing. I well, want to so go to this. Pay a, was it? You have to pay a regular price ticket. It's an additional like thirty, thirty-five bucks or something Ugh. like that. Honestly, okay. But so, he is an avid vinyl collector, um, and but I, he doesn't have five hundred like me, dude. He's gonna hit yep, up all the spots before we get there. Four ninety-nine, huh? He's gonna hit up all the spots before we get there. Yeah, shit. Like we're gonna be like waiting while he goes through. Dude, it. He gets all the good him. stuff. I will fight Henry Rollins and lose. Do you know, how, I was I was reading the other day how old he is. He's like 50 yeah, he's, he's fifty-six or something. Yeah, I didn't. I I don't know why the dude looks like he's like forty-one, forty-two. Oh. He actually had a recent movie out. Uh, I know we've talked about. I think it. I've watched it. The one where he dies, or what's it called? He plays like an angel. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Oh man, I watched it a while while ago. Was it any good? Oh, uh, it was alright. Yeah, it was. It was alright. I think they yeah. just announced a sequel. Whoa! They either just announced it or it just came out or something along those lines, but. He's he's pretty big in the the horror. He's all over the place. So I mean, he's a comedian. Uh, horror, yeah, music. He never died. Never died. That's right. Yeah. Andy, didn't he used to host a show that was horror related? Um, oh shit! What was it called? It was like a fact or fiction type one, right? No, it or, was. It was. Uh, uh, shit! The VH VH one one. What was it? Um, oh no! I know. Truth. Oh yeah. Um, that was it, wasn't it? That's. I wasn't thinking about that. I guess that probably was it. Strange um, frequencies. Strange Frequency, yeah. Is that right? Strange yeah. Frequencies? Do you remember that, Hanto? No. There was a show that was kind of like Twilight Zone-ish. Okay. That was made for VH1, and they made a movie. And Interesting. It was like a Twilight Zone movie, and it had like Judd Nelson in it. But it was and... all about music. Like It was like Twilight Zone episodes, but they were all related to music. Weird. And then it spun off a TV show from it, and the movie was pretty decent. Like There's this one cool one with uh, Hyde from 70s show. But it was both brothers. Oh, yeah, it was both of them, and they, they all die in a car wreck. And uh, they go to like basically like what hell is and hell's like disco. Oh, <laughs> and like forgot, yeah, because yeah, they're like metalheads. Yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. I'd watch that again. That was a cool movie. Welcome to Paradox. Okay, yeah, I'm just trying to look it up. Right? Yeah, yeah that... I, I, no, Strange Frequencies. I think. Oh, it's, yeah, oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think okay. it's what it was, but it was a show based off the the TV movie. Yeah, that was made for VH. Am, is that right? Yeah, Strange Frequency. Some frequency. I can't find Strange. It. Maybe it wasn't Strange Frequencies then. Maybe it was Strange Brew. Nope. Yeah, Strange Brew. That's what you were thinking of, bro. <laughs> no, what was it then? I... I don't think. Yeah, Henry Rollins did something else that was a completely different thing. But it, I thought it was. Yeah, it must have been something. That whole else tangent then. we just went on VH1, completely different. But show. hey, but Strange, hey, check out Strange Frequencies. Yeah, if you can get a hold of it. It's kind of a cool movie. No, or Henry Rollins did like a fact or fiction type show. Yeah, it, where it was Jonathan Frakes. I know what you're talking about because it was like the he was actually honestly the weirdest host because they he would show up for like a second and just say like literally like a line or two of like I mean that's narration. probably what Robert Stack did he probably just showed up for a date and recorded but it was weird he would just show up he's like fear is scary 
and then like that would be the intro. It's and called slam like, poetry, dude. What? <laughs> like it was really weird. I feel like I was just thinking there. I was like, man, what is this original podcast about? Because at one point I thought it was just about Henry Rollins there for a second. Uh, yeah, the show was That's what was it? Night Visions. Night Visions. Okay, that does sound familiar now. That no, it was, was on Fox. Okay, oh, it was okay. You guys were. It was around the same time then. Way off. Yeah, now it's about something completely different. Yeah, but strange frequencies. That's that might be a thing. That yeah, might be a thing. Look it up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Matt, you get to edit this episode. <laughs> um, I think that's gonna wrap up this episode overall. So we all agree, solid movie. Yeah, I think it's a solid movie. I, I would not. honestly like to cover all these movies. I would be totally down for that. Okay. I would not be. But oh. <laughs> I'm well, not gonna lie to you. I feel like I would not be. Well, I feel like these movies only get funner to talk about as they go on. Yeah. And I feel like they'd be good ones. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like like the, as fun as they are, I don't know like honestly what I would say about each and every single one of them. Like as we we talk about it every week. I think we do the same exact format but just talk about the plot of those movies, right? Yeah, which is basically the same plot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well maybe after we get done doing 100 plus episodes, maybe you'll get more comfortable with it. And... I guess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just a few more episodes. <laughs> but no, that's going to wrap up this week. Um, I think we will be covering more of these, even though Matt says no. But thank Maybe you. On Cinema Cult. I'm sorry? Maybe on Cinema Cult. I would do one on Cinema Cult. I would. Okay, honestly, I would do one on Cinema Cult. I just don't think I would have. Maybe we should do Curse, because that's like more in line with uh, one. Like, uh, oh, I thought you meant the movie Curse. I was like, what the hell is the movie <laughs> the Curse? The West Craven movie Curse. About I, werewolves? I think it might be a good episode. We should do it. That I saw in theaters twice. Chris loved that movie, by the way. I yeah. watched it recently. We both watched it recently. Well, I think we both tried to watch it recently, and like we fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Thanks. Yeah. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. Please rate and review us on any social media platforms. We really do appreciate it. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. We'll see you next time on The Dark House on the Hill. Friend, oh my god, what's that? That's good.